Imagine an aligned approach to the art of coaching, a perspective that blends both coaching and business mastery, all while honoring your vision, your values, and your intuition. Welcome to the Coach with Clarity podcast. I'm Lee McDonough, an ICF credentialed coach, former therapist, and mentor for intuitive coaches and healers. I'll be your guide as you cultivate both the skill set and the mindset needed to transform your clients' lives and your own. Are you ready to be a coach with clarity? Then let's go. Well, hello, my friend. Welcome to the Coach with Clarity podcast. I'm your host, Lee McDonough, and I am honored and excited to have you join me for this week's episode. And this episode is a little different than most. For this month's coaching call, I am giving you a sneak peek into the inner workings of the Coach with Clarity membership. Every month, I host a hot seat coaching call where members can apply to sit on the hot seat and receive targeted one-on-one coaching from me about any issue they're facing, whether it's regarding their coaching business, something going on in their relationship, their health, their life, nothing is off the table. And this month, I am thrilled to share with you my hot seat coaching session with Coach with Clarity member, Gina Ramirez. Gina is a talented, multi-passionate coach and she is interested in starting a membership. Now, we just recently concluded a series about scaling small, and one of those episodes is all about how to launch your membership. So if you're thinking about starting your own membership and you haven't listened to episode 57 yet, you're definitely going to want to do so after you hear my coaching session with Gina. Gina, when we first start, is pretty sure that she wants to start a membership, maybe not 100% convinced. And she's got a lot of questions about what that would look like, how to structure it and so forth. Well, as you all know, I host the Coach with Clarity membership. It is one of my most favorite things that I get to do in my business. So I was so excited to be able to support Gina in exploring whether a membership model was the right choice for her and what it might look like for her clients and her niche. So I am very excited to share with you a little piece of the Coach with Clarity membership, and I want to especially thank Gina for allowing me to share our session with you. So without further ado, here is my hot seat coaching session with Coach with Clarity member, Gina Ramirez. What would you like to cover today in our coaching session? I'd like to get some clarity around memberships. If a membership would be the best option for me coaching going forward, I have not really explored it before. I'm noticing that everybody's coming up with memberships now. And I started thinking, man, I have, well, I feel like a substantial amount of information. Maybe a membership would be a better option for me at this point. Okay. I am so excited to dive into this. It's probably not surprising. I love memberships. I run a membership and I just recorded an episode for the podcast all about launching a membership. So this is very much top of mind to me. So I'm really excited to dive into it with you. What I hear is a little clarity around whether a membership is the right vehicle for your business. Right, right. I I have a full-time job other than this coaching that I do. 
So, and I'm not planning on leaving that full-time job. So in another way, this coaching sounds very appealing because it's less energy that I'm maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that, that I have to expend rather than one-on-one coaching or doing groups. So that's another reason I thought maybe this would be a more attractive option. Excellent. I would say it's different energy. In some ways, it does require less of the kind of direct expenditure that we do with one-on-one coaching or in group coaching programs. It may require a little more administrative or back-end energy, but we can talk about that in a little bit. So when we conclude this hot seat call, what would you like to walk away with? Just the clarity around, is this the right thing for me in my coaching business? Is developing a membership the right thing? And then maybe starting with the logistics of how, I mean, in my mind, I have this idea just because I'm in your membership of what it could potentially look like. But beyond that, I really don't have an idea of what this might look like. All right. So we'll get clear on whether this is going to be the best next step for you. And then if we decide it is, if you decide it is, we can talk about what that might look like. How clear are you feeling right now? Say on a scale of one to 10, one is not clear, 10 is completely. Where do we fall on that scale? I'm probably at a three. Okay. Three out of 10. Where would you like to be at the end of the call? I'd like to be closer to eight of having some kind of surety that yes or no, you know, leave it behind. I kind of get flighty and think, oh, this looks good over here. Maybe I should... (laughs) going down this rabbit hole when maybe I shouldn't. So if we can get to 80% certainty, eight out of 10, we'd be in a good spot. Right. All right. Where do we need to begin? I don't know. That's a very good question. I'm not sure where to begin with this topic. I just don't know whether it's the right thing. Well, one of the initial questions that came up for me as you were sharing your intention for our time together today was what about a membership program attracts you? Why are you thinking about starting a membership in the first place? Well, I feel like I said I have some good information, a substantial amount of information. So what's the best way to get the information out to people where they're not piecemealing, buying different pieces of it separately, and maybe they could just have it all in one chunk, and maybe that would be better from their end, you know, on their perspective versus say a traditional course or coaching or another offer. Yes. And the other part of that is the launching is the feeling like I'm constantly launching my programs or courses and all the energy it takes to launch. What if I just had a membership and it wasn't so much of, you know, launching each individual thing. Right. You could take more of an evergreen approach to it. So instead of a few big launches every time of year, it would be open all the time, which is more like mini launches, you know, because you are constantly marketing it and talking about it, but it's not the big launch for say a a course or a group coaching program or something like that. Right. Okay. Tell me a little bit more about the topic for your membership, what you would want to be sharing information about and who your ideal member would be. So my ideal member is a professional woman who's balancing both her professional life and home life, but feels like she gets a lot of energy and who she is, is really tied in with her work. Her self-worth really is tied in with her work and she's not willing to give that up, but she's also falling apart 
health-wise, wellness-wise, you know, in her family life. So my coaching brand, if you would call it a brand, I guess, is mind, body, behavior, wellness, meaning that everything's connected. What's going on in your mind is connected to the physiology of your body and then in turn your behavior. And so hoping that that resonates with the professional woman you know, trying to get all of that aligned. So in my member vault, I have products that relate to productivity. I have a 10 day boot camp in there that relates to productivity. I have a resource library with a lot of different ideas on hormone health and just mind body behavior health. And then I have separate packages for mind body behavior, each a different product with probably six to seven modules in each of those products. And then I've got a separate hormone piece as well. So that's pretty much what's in there. That's why I was thinking, well, that's, that's a good amount of information. I'm not sure how that would translate for people membership wise. I think we're onto something here. So I want to ask a few clarifying questions because that can help us see whether the membership model is the right one for you, but also which type of membership model would work best because there are different ways we can approach memberships. So with that in mind, can I dive in and ask some questions? Okay. When you think about how you want to show up in your membership as the facilitator, as the leader, tell me what that involvement looks like. I would like to do some group things as far as, you know, getting on Zoom with them. I don't know what that looks like, but I definitely don't want to be hands-off, completely hands-off, but I want it to be something that's self-paced for them so that it's unlocked. They can go through all the modules if they wanted to in a few days or however they want to take it. But I also want to have some touch point in there that's maybe, I don't know, weekly, monthly. I'm not even sure what that might look like. Okay. The reason I asked that question is because I wanted to assess whether we were looking at something that was strictly a product-based membership or if we were looking at service or kind of a hybrid of the two. And it sounds like a hybrid of the two. There are certainly memberships out there that are 100% product-based where you don't get any sort of interaction with the membership leader, but you do get new content on a regular basis. So... It sounds like from what I hear you say, you don't want to be hands-off. You want to be involved. Yes, there's content, there's information. It sounds like you've got so much to offer. And at the same time, you want to supplement that with live group calls or something like that. Is that fair to say? Yes. And what I know about my people is they need accountability. So they like the touch point. Whenever I've offered something that was just here it is, it doesn't seem to land as well as when I'm there with them. <laughs> Not hand-holding, but you know, definitely there, a presence. That makes a lot of sense, especially given your ideal member. Because if they're a professional woman, they're smart, they're accomplished, they're doing a lot. And so It's probably not just a knowledge deficit. It's probably an implementation issue. They need help taking the knowledge they have coupled with the knowledge you're going to share with them and actually putting it into practice. And because of that, I can see how that live component would be really helpful in supporting them in achieving whatever their goals are. Yes. So it's almost like we would have a content library that they would be able to access. And then we would couple that with, say, a live group component. And you mentioned not being quite sure what that might look like. Can we explore that a little bit? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Given that accountability is something that you know they need, how could we weave that into a live component? Yeah, I definitely think that there needs to be some kind of accountability in with what their goals are and how they're progressing through the material. So I'm not sure if you have people who are in all different phases, let's say, or coming in at all different times, how do you rein them all in and get that feedback from them and accountability piece when they're all at different phases? That's kind of the confusing part to me. Yes. When thinking about your content, is it linear? Like, is it they need to start with this and then move to that and then go from there? Or is it more a la carte? They can start wherever they need to. It's more a la carte. Okay. Which is great. That's beautiful for a membership because then they can really customize the experience to where they're at. Perhaps then when we're looking at accountability, it's less about ensuring where they are with a specific content piece, but more about where they are in their personal process. So even if say there was a monthly call or a quarterly call, whatever it looks like, where they were kind of creating their own roadmap, creating their own journey, and then future calls could be checking in about where are you on your roadmap? So we have kind of an overarching system, but it's still very customized to each member. So they're viewing it through their own lens. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just have to come up with a roadmap for that. <laughs> well, lucky for you, as a Coach with Clarity member, you have access to the Clarity Mapping tool, which I will make more readily available right now, to be quite honest with you. It's in the bonus course in session two. I have not really highlighted it in the membership, so I need to do a better job with that. You are welcome to take that as inspiration as a launching point, you're welcome to use it as is. So we can kind of work with you to help create a system for creating a roadmap for your clients. So we've, we've got you covered there. So then the future calls could be about connecting their work and their process with their plan. How does that feel? Yeah, that feels really good. Really good. I just have to get motivated people. <laughs> in yes. There. Yeah. Yeah. So What I'm sensing, and I want to hear if this feels accurate to you, I'm sensing that the idea of running a membership excites you. You've got the content that you need. We're starting to kind of create the process, and it requires a different type of energy than one-on-one and group coaching does, and I get the sense that that's something you're looking for. Is that fair to say? Absolutely, yes. Okay. So really around the membership model, I'm sensing excitement and even clarity. The question is audience. How do I bring people into the membership? You know, are there people who would actually want this? Is that accurate? Yes. That's the other piece. Tell me a little more about that. I just don't know if that's the right fit. When I talk to these professional women, it's the time piece. You know, I don't have the time to do something like this. It feels overwhelming. There's too much in your member vault. You know, when they are looking at it, it's like, oh my gosh, there's seven modules, six modules. You want me to complete all that? And I've got this going on and that going on in life. And so it feel like maybe it's too much. How do I approach it with them to say, hey, you go at your own pace, you know, that kind of thing, which I've done before. you, You go at your own pace with each of these, you know, individual products, but Yeah, that's the piece that I keep getting hung up on when I think about how do I bring people in. Okay. So it sounds like one of the key objections 
that a possible member might have is time. How do I make time for this? I'm already really busy. I've got a lot going on. The beauty of knowing objections in advance is that we can plan for them. And a lot of times when we are creating an offer, and I know you've seen this, it's like, get this bonus and get that bonus and bonus, 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 and 8 million bonuses. And it can feel like a lot. But I think when we use bonuses as a way to overcome objections, it can be really powerful. So you can make this available in the membership, but you can also position it as a bonus and it can be something that is designed to help them answer that problem of how will I make time for this? So whether it's a time management workshop or a time management journal or whatever that looks like, but we are speaking directly to that objection and saying, we got you covered. Here's this bonus. So if we think about it as an objection that we can help them overcome, what might that look like for your people and your membership? Well, I started doing that productivity 10-day boot camp, the Align Life boot camp, which was all about productivity and time management. And I had a lot of people go through that and say that it was great. So maybe taking pieces from that might be a good idea for bonus. I love that idea. I'm all about repurposing existing content that you already have. So if that was well-received and people enjoyed it and they finished it, that could be a fantastic add-on or bonus to the membership. I'm curious if there's any other objections that you anticipate from possible members. There's always the price piece, you know, is it worth the cost? Am I going to get what I want out of it kind of thing? And which is always hard because you get what you put into it (laughs) is what I want to say. You know, you're only going to get what you decide to put into that. So yeah, yeah. And price is always, always going to be an objection for some people. Before we kind of talk about that, I'm curious if you've thought about what a price point for this membership might be. I have not. I didn't even let myself go there just because I didn't know whether it was a good fit for what I have already going, you know, products I already have. All right. Are you feeling like it's a good fit now? I do feel like it's a good fit. And then I have all these little side questions around what do I do with people who are already in my member vault and, you know, all of those things. I can't kick everybody out. Okay. That's a very good question. Let's come back to that in a minute. What do we do with our existing customers when we're moving into this new model? Okay. Now that we're kind of at the point where it's like, hmm, this membership, this might be something I want to explore. Can we kind of explore pricing a little bit? Yes. So I'm hearing they'll get access to this huge content library in member vault. And they're going to get access to some type of live interaction with you, a group call, however often we'll structure some, some additional bonuses like around the time management piece. So there's going to be a lot there. When you think about how you want to structure that from a payment perspective, we could talk monthly, quarterly, annual, what options would you like to explore? Probably either a monthly option or a yearly option. Mm -hmm. Sounds the best to me. Sounds more doable. Yeah. I think given your audience and given your topic, that sounds reasonable as well. And oftentimes we entice people to join the annual membership by making the rate a little less. So maybe they're getting 12 months for the price of 10. Maybe they get a bonus 30-minute call with you. Like there's all sorts of things that we can do to incentivize the annual membership if you want to do that. 
But having a monthly option also makes it possible for people who aren't able to invest at the annual level. So let's think about price point. And well, actually, hold on. I'm going to back up for a sec before we talk about pricing, because I think we also need to explore how we're going to introduce this membership to the world. And this may also kind of address the question you had about people who have access already. When I started the Coach with Clarity membership, I intentionally created a founding members opportunity. I'd never run a membership before. I didn't know if it was going to work. I didn't know if there was going to be demand for it. So before doing a huge launch to the world, I reached out to 16 people that had either been a private coaching client in the past or had done a group program or had somehow been connected with me. And I emailed each one of these 16 people individually and said, I'm going to start a membership. This is what it's going to involve. This is what it's going to include. And I'm looking for founding members to spend 90 days helping me develop this. Would you be interested? And of those 16 people, seven said yes, which actually surpassed my expectations. I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll get four. Got seven. So then I was able to spend 90 days trying things out with people that understood, okay, yeah, this is a work in progress. Things might need a little bit of tweaking. I was asking them for their feedback and their input. I asked them for testimonials at the end. But it gave me almost like a soft launch where I could test out and see what worked, what didn't, and how to make changes with people that had agreed to do that kind of work with me. And as a result, they got a founding member's rate. So the rate they received was a little bit lower than what I would be offering to people once I did a big launch. So I want to share that experience with you and then check in with you and ask, what are your thoughts? Do you think that would work for your business? And if so, what that founding member's rate might look like? That's a good question. I have no idea about rate. Yeah, I just, I have no clue. But that sounds like a great idea as far as, you know, asking people to test it out and letting me play around in there to see what exactly fits for them. Yeah. When it comes to the rate, this is also a place of experimentation. You can test it out and see what people are able to pay, what they're willing to pay, and also what's going to make it worth your time. So when we think about the amount of time that you personally will be investing into the membership, what does that rate of return financially need to look like for it to be worthwhile for you? So we could position this as I'm just giving examples here for a spectrum. This could be a $19 a month membership. This could be a $300 a month membership. It could be anywhere in between. It could even be more. So it's more about like finding that sweet spot between the perceived value of the membership, what people are going to see as being like, yes, I want to invest my money in this. I know I'm going to get the return, but also what's going to support you and your work and your life so that it really is worth your time. I'm just curious, like if we were to check in with your gut, if there's a starting point that your gut is saying, let's start here, at least for the founders, let's start here and see how it goes. Maybe for that yearly rate with the founders being somewhere around 700, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. That's what kind of is coming to my mind right now and feeling right. Yeah. All right. So if we were to look it could be 700 or if we wanted to do the marketing way, we could do 697. We could do like 697 for the year. And with something like that, even 67 for the month would be doable as well. 
With founding members, though, you'll want to think about whether you want to offer a monthly because you do need them to be involved long enough that you can get the feedback from them, that you can trial it out. For your founding members, you may even want to think about a quarterly just to ensure that you at least have that three-month period there or do the monthly, but ensure they understand it's a minimum of a three-month commitment. We do want to make sure that they're going to be getting a lot from you as a founding member, but you also need to get that back from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. So six ninety-seven for the year, which you know might be sixty-seven for the month as a starting point. How does that feel? Yeah, that feels about right for founding members. And then once I can play around and tweak it in there, bump it up. Possibly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially as your content library grows, and if you're recording your live sessions again, that becomes more content for your library. You'll probably be designing other tools based on the feedback that you get from your members. So you'll be providing those too. So the value of the membership will grow as the membership grows. So it will make sense for you to increase the price point on that because the value will increase over time as well. Mm -hmm. So let me check back in with you. How are you feeling about what we've discussed so far? I'm feeling much better. Yeah much more clarity around, is this the right fit for me? And with what I've got going already in the products in Member Vault. Yes. Excellent. So back to those people who already have access to your products. Do they have access to everything in Member Vault or is it just kind of carve outs? Yeah, it's just whatever they purchased. So when they log in, they just see what they have purchased and the other products that are available. Okay. So we could go a couple different ways here. Those I would think would be ideal people to invite as founding members. Right. You know, and say, you've already invested in this, you know what's possible. Now you can get access to my entire suite of products, plus get live support from me. Would you like to be a founding member? You can decide whether you want to discount the founding member rate for someone who's already made a purchase with you. I don't know if that's necessary, Maybe if someone has half of the products, you might want to do that. But if it's someone that just has a small product, you may not even need to do that. But I think those people who are already there could really be wonderful founding members. What are your thoughts? Yeah, that that was exactly what I was thinking with those people who are already in there. They would be the first ones I would tap into. Do you see any disadvantages with going with a membership versus having individual products? and marketing those individual products? You know, there may be some people who have a very specific need. And so they may not want or need everything in the membership. They may want just that. So if you decide I'm only going to make these products available within the membership, then yeah, there may be a portion of your audience who's like, yeah, but I don't need all that. And so they choose not to invest. That's definitely a risk that you take with the membership. But the other piece is if you know that all of those products work together, you know, and if you were to carve one out, yeah, they'll get that one piece, but they won't get everything. Then I think that just adds even more credence to why the membership model is best for your clients, because you're going to be able to walk them through everything, perhaps even things they don't even know they need yet. So yeah, there could potentially be a trade-off and there's benefit that's on the other side of that as well. So it comes down to, are you willing to say no to the people who only want that little bit in order to say yes to a membership? Right. Yes. That is what is going through my mind. (laughs) Yes. And there's no wrong answer to that. Certainly you may decide if there's one or two products that are super popular, you may still want to make them available for separate purchase. 
And then on the back end, you can let people know, hey, this course is also available in the membership. Here's what you get. If you want to join, we'll deduct the cost of the course you just purchased because you'll get that in the membership anyway. And so then you can use it as like a second chance of bringing them in the membership. So there's even ways that we could make that work as well. It doesn't have to be either or. Yeah, I like that. So how are we feeling in terms of clarity? How clear are you feeling about the membership for your business structure? I'm definitely at a six now. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Towards the eight. Yes. Yes. We've jumped three points in like 25 minutes. So that's pretty good. (laughs) What needs to happen for you to feel like an eight? I think I just need to spend some more time looking at this pricing and trying to figure out how to structure it. You know, what are the logistics now of a membership? I've got the material in there, but what else needs to go into that other than a monthly live call to make it worth somebody's while to spend the money? Yes. So this is where doing a little bit of market research can be helpful. So you can certainly take the Coach with Clarity membership as a model of how a membership runs, and you can see what components work there, what resonates with you, what doesn't, what might work for your audience, what wouldn't. You can also look at other membership programs out there to see what they're doing, especially ones that may be targeted more towards your audience. So knowing what the competition looks like can be helpful and can also help you decide how you want to differentiate yourself. And then in addition, there are so many resources out there specifically for people who want to run memberships. One of the best free resources out there, I was literally listening to this right before I hopped on the call, is a podcast called Membership Guys. So it's the Membership Guys podcast. It's hosted by Mike Morrison. And he and his partner actually run, it's very meta, a membership site on memberships. Um, And I am a member of, they call it Member Academy. And so they offer so much about how to start your membership, how to launch it, retention, all of that. So there are free and paid resources out there that can help you with the logistics sides as well. But I would say a little bit of market research coupled with some membership site-specific research will get you feeling much more clear and confident about taking the next step. Okay. I'm going to take you up on that podcast for sure. Yes. It's a good one. Membership Guys podcast. So we're getting close to that eight out of 10 on clarity. We're getting there. And then the other piece was logistics. So we've talked a little bit about that and we've got some resources for you as well. What other outstanding questions do you have for our session today? I don't think anything else has come into mind right now. I just need to dive in and map it out. I'm visual, so I've got to put it on paper and map it out for myself and yeah figure this all out to see if it's the right fit and then start asking people how many people is good to start a membership would you say well having done a founding membership with seven people i felt like that was a great number i would say anywhere from 4 to 10 okay it's hard to do anything especially with a group component it's hard to do anything with less than 4 or fewer than 4 and i think really probably 6 would be ideal. Okay. You also don't want it necessarily to be too big in the founding stage because you want to make sure these are your founding members. You want to love on them. You want to nurture them. You want to get their feedback. And so keeping it small and intimate at the beginning will allow for that. And then they become like the hub of your membership when you launch it larger. So I would say don't go too big. 
but maybe kind of like that six to eight, maybe six to 10 would be a great sweet spot. What, how does that sit with you? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, but you know, I don't have any frame of reference, so I wasn't sure what I should look at. I mean, if I don't get those three people right in the beginning, do I keep pushing? Yes. I guess I keep pushing to see if I can get the next few people. Yeah. And keep in mind too, like you really are inviting people into something really cool. They're getting in on the ground floor. They get to be a part of co-creating a membership. And so not only will they be powerfully served by it and, you know, we'll definitely talk about the results, what they can expect, but let them know, like, you get to be a part of this. Like, yes, I'm facilitating it, but what you contribute will be so important. And I would love to have that opportunity to connect with you in this way. So when we do personal invitations, when we're really specific about why you think that person would be a great fit in the membership, and then we talk about the results and the process. Again, you're reaching out to a warm audience. These are people who already know you, who are already connected. So I suspect that you're going to get some interest there. Yeah, sounds good. Excellent. So your next step then is to plan it out visually, kind of map it out, see what that looks like, and then maybe make a list of possible founding members and start reaching out to them. Yes. How's that feel? That's good. Definitely feeling better than when I first hopped on. Well, excellent. Mission accomplished. (laughs) Anything else you need for today's session to feel complete? No, I think that's good. Well, Gina, I want to thank you for being on the hot seat today. Thank you. I so enjoyed my coaching conversation with Gina, and I want to thank her especially for allowing me to share our membership call with the Coach with Clarity podcast community. Now, during the actual hot seat coaching call, after we conclude the coaching piece, which you just heard, I then open it up for the members to ask me questions about my process of coaching, why I asked particular questions I did, what I was thinking when X happened, et cetera. So it becomes a time where we can debrief the call and members have the opportunity to ask questions around the coaching process. So this is one of the ways we build more powerful, more masterful coaches within the membership. I'm also able to share a little bit about what I was thinking, feeling, and experiencing during the call. And one of the things I did share with the members was that this call required me to take a more directive, consultative role than I often take in coaching sessions. The reason I did that, though, was because Gina was very clear about what she wanted and what she wanted to gain from our conversation, and she was clear that she wanted to hear more about my experience launching and running a membership. So because I knew she was on board with that, I definitely took a more directive stance than I typically take in coaching sessions. So that's something that I noticed in terms of the flow and how we structured the session. And my hope is that our time together benefited Gina and by extension, you, especially if you're thinking about creating your own group program or your own membership. You've also just gotten a sample of what it's like to be a part of the Coach with Clarity membership. So every month we have one hot seat coaching call. So you've heard an example of one of the sessions that occurs within a call. 
We also have Q&A sessions, guest expert trainings, and co-working sessions every month. So most months, that's a call every week. We meet on Tuesdays at noon, and it's such a wonderful time to be in community with other coaches who are actively working to build their businesses and grow their coaching mastery. And then, of course, in addition to the live calls, the members are supported with an ever-growing toolkit of resources, templates, guides, bonus courses, video instruction, and even an attorney-prepared coaching contract. So if you need a contract for your coaching business, we have one waiting for you in the Coach with Clarity Toolkit. So if you have not joined yet, come on over. We would love to have you. Just head to coachwithclarity.com membership to learn more and join. And I can't wait to see you at a future members call. All right, my friends, that's it for me. But don't worry, I will be back in your podcast feed with another episode next week. So if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you do. That way you won't miss a single episode of the Coach with Clarity podcast. I hope you have a wonderful week. And until then, my name is Lisha McDonough, reminding you to get out there and show the world what it means to be a coach with clarity. Thanks for listening to the Coach with Clarity podcast. Be sure to visit coachwithclarity.com for detailed show notes and bonus material just for podcast listeners. Did you enjoy today's podcast? If so, then I invite you to check out the Coach with Clarity membership program exclusively for intuitive coaches ready to master both the business and the craft of coaching. You'll discover monthly hot seat coaching calls, Q&A sessions, and guest expert trainings, as well as the most supportive and innovative community of coaches out there. If you're ready to take your coaching to the next level, then you're ready for the Coach with Clarity membership. Learn more at coachwithclarity.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you know a coach who could use a little clarity in their work and life, then please share this episode with them. I'll be back next week with another episode of the Coach with Clarity podcast. Until then, go show the world what it means to be a coach with clarity.